Good morning, and welcome to episode 203 of the Morning Light Show. You're in for a real treat today. I have my dear new friend and colleague and just an all-around amazing woman who inspires a lot of people by not only what she writes and the things that she puts out into the world, but just who she is as a person. I have Kathy Kristen on the show today, and you're going to learn all kinds of really cool stuff that will help you to dig a little bit deeper into your why and break some of your big items that you want to create in your life, your bucket list items, whatever you want to call them, into tangible steps, because that's something that Kathy not only talks about, but lives in her life. In fact, that's one of the stories that I'm going to talk about on the show today. So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right into the interview with Kathy Kristen. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. Well, good morning, listeners. I am thrilled to have with me today, Kathy Kristen, one of my favorite new friends and just all around badass entrepreneur woman. And I want to always like to tell people when I have guests on the show, how I got to know them, but first say hi, Kathy. Hello, everybody. Super excited to be here, Adair. Um, uh, and we're going to have some fun today. This is going to be a blast. We don't know exactly where this is going to go, but it's going to be really good. We know that for sure. We always have good conversations. So let me tell you how we met. We met in, many of you have heard me talk about this awesome experience I had in San Diego in December with the GoBundance Women's Tribe. It was the first gathering of the tribe. And Kathy and I actually interacted in the first activity that we did of the whole entire, you know, three days that we were together. And honestly, Kathy, from that first minute that I met you, I was like, this woman is awesome. And somebody that I see myself being connected to for the rest of my life. And Mm -hmm. of course the rest is history. We're headed to Nashville. And when this episode comes out, we will be in Nashville (laughs) Boots, boots and bling in it together. And yeah, today we're just going to, we're just going to go into talking about Kathy's book that is called life as a masterpiece. And Mm. I love this book, Kathy, because it's so incredibly practical and it offers readers the space to reflect and really connect with the things that matter Mm. in their life so that they can lead the life that they love, which is something I talk about a lot on the show. So I'm looking forward to digging in and diving in on that. But before I do that, please, what else do you want the listeners to know about you and what you're most passionate about? Well, I just, I, I love, I mean, for years, uh, almost two decades, I've been helping individuals and teams create uh, and execute exciting futures. Uh, I'm, I am definitely the executor. Like I'm a life and business strategist. I love taking time to just think about like, 
what do you want? What do you want it to look like? You know, because I feel it adds so much more excitement, uh, joy, and purpose to like the everyday grind, right? Like everyday tasks, everything you have to do, uh, because it's, it's not just something to get past that day. Uh, now it's something getting you one step closer to that bigger vision, right? And so it's something that I'm so passionate about. And I also love helping people create time and money freedom uh, to do what they want when they want. Uh, and that is something I do primarily through helping people start businesses. So uh, that is me. So sales and entrepreneurship coach for 17 years, help people start businesses and then just really, really helping them create exciting futures, uh, future visions. So they have more purpose and excitement uh, for every day. Yeah. You're definitely a visionary. You're one of the most visionary people I've ever met and you always see possibility. And, mm. you know, when I have conversations with you, we're always talking about like possibilities and aspirations mm. and, you know, definitely not, not going so much into the problem zone, but always like, well, you know, how might we? And the cool thing is that Kathy and I are also both um, trained leaf facilitators mm -hmm. in Appreciative Inquiry, which I've also talked a ton about on the show. Um, how has that like shifted your work and the way that you approach helping people envision their future? Um, oh, it's been, it's been such a fun tool, you know, to, to add that in we're already doing and really getting people engaging and thinking about, you know, just really strengths from their past, right? Because I think that it's so easy to focus on what has not happened, uh, what is not going well, uh, strengths someone does not have. And through this methodology, you know, being able to really capture uh, and celebrate what's already happened, even if it's small, you know, and really be able to take that almost that put that on, notch on your belt, you know, and be like, oh, I have done these things and uh, almost give a little boost in confidence as we look towards the future and really create, uh, talk about and design, you know, what that could look like. That's so awesome. I talked about that on the show last week and I've noticed that, and, and I'm just curious if you've noticed the same thing, that if you will talk about people's past strengths, their ability to create that bright future, it's mm -hmm. so much more seamless. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and it's really beautiful because I think it, it automatically uh, allows them to be in a state uh, where they're glowing, you know, where they're in a higher vibrancy, right? Uh, so versus starting from scratch of like, okay, what do you want? They're like, I don't know, you know, versus like, hey, yes. what's like, That's where exactly what I said on the show last week. <laughs> really? It's all about this, the state that you're starting from. Um, that yeah. determines how, how well you're at a higher vibration. And then it's like exciting to take it even higher from there, you know? Yeah. That's so great. I love that. Mm -hmm. So from there, I'm just thinking when somebody reaches out to you and they're like, Ooh, Kathy, I'm really interested in working with you. I want to start a business or whatever. What is typically mm -hmm. happening to them on the inside or in their life? Well, there's so many emotions, first of all right? Because there's this like excitement of future possibility, this fear of like the unknown, right? And it's like this crazy battle going on inside where you're like, I want to do this, but like, can I do it? Oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, and so when I first see somebody, uh, there's so many mixed uh, emotions of all sorts, you know, and obviously led by excitement. If not, they wouldn't have led with that. But I know that there's a self-doubt that's somewhere in there, whether they say it or not. I know that the fear is in there. I know all those things. And so for me, uh, the first thing when I 
start working somebody is really identifying those things, you know, like what are all the emotions you're feeling, you know, what's happening and, and why is it that you want this? You know, like what is the bigger, because we really have to tie that, right? If they're going to go after building a business, you know, starting anything that you're going to go venture out on any goal that you're going to go try to attain, uh, it's going to get tough at times, right? It's no, no, you're, going to have, <laughs> you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have adversity. And if it doesn't really mean something to you, it's very easy to drop it, you know? So my, my first step is always really diving into one, know the emotions, but then really figure out like, why is this exciting? Like what, what is the bigger picture? You know, what does this serve? Um, uh, how, why does this mean something? And I have something I call the three whys test where I'll be like, so why is this important? I'll share. And I'm like, cool. Why is that important? You know? And it's like, and why does that matter? And it's really amazing when you like go through those levels, like what you got to from where you started to what you got to. And I like and, that. <laughs> I've had that's a, that's a different approach. So in business, I've heard of the five whys mm-hmm. and it's typically used with a problem. So you, mm-hmm. you come up with a problem and then you dig in like five layers to call. It's basically like a root cause analysis. So I love this. You're kind of like flipping it around and saying, why is this important to you? Why does this matter? And then going deeper and kind of saying like, well, what else, what else is there? What else makes this mm-hmm. meaningful? That's really cool. Yeah. And it's neat because someone will say like, I want to start this because I want to help people, you know, figure blah, blah, blah out. And it's like, well, why is that? Well, oh, well, you know, my mom or like, I saw this happen and, and, and this is something that really meant a lot because, you know, I, I saw the struggles my family had with it. And it's like, oh, and, and why does that matter? And it's like, oh my gosh, it was so hard. And then they get to that emotional, you know, like deep in there. And it's like, okay, this matters, you know, and now we can move to the next thing because I know it actually has meaning. So when it gets tough, it's easy to go like, this matters, right? Like we're going to fight for this. Like there's a deep meaning here and it's exciting to see what happens. And that's something that like my listeners could do even on their own, just with some journaling is like digging in. Cause I know that I have people that listen to the show that have that entrepreneurial craving inside. It's that voice that just will not stop. That's like, Ooh, why don't you try this? Or you should do this. And it's this creative energy that just won't go away. And I love the idea of just saying like, okay, well start, start writing those things down and then start going into like, what's the why behind that? And ask that question three layers deep. That's a great practice. Yeah. Oh, it's been so, and it's been so good for me even too, because I can look at something and go, oh, I want to do this. And then when I go, well, why, well, why is it, well, why does that? And I'm like, I don't know. Then that's not something I should be like, uh, yeah. To. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know? a good point. So every time you explore that, it's not like you're going to get to that heartfelt emotional place of like feeling totally connected to it. Sometimes you're going to get to a place where you're like, you know what, I actually don't really care about this that much. And that's equally <laughs> as valuable, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so it's like a good gauge for things, you know, to see like, okay, yeah, this is worth, this really has like a deep meaning. And so it's going to be, it's deeply rooted, right? So it's going to be harder to pull out uh, versus something that's just laying there and it'll just fly away. Uh, so I want to see where the roots go. And if they're deeply rooted, like it's going to withstand uh, the, the tough winds and the adversity and everything that comes through. Oh, I love that. That's a really good analogy. It's a good way to think about it. So mm-hmm. in terms of like, your book, and I'm sure this purpose piece is all connected in with some of what's in your book. I've, I love this book. What I liked the most about this book, and I haven't finished it all the way through, was your personal stories. Um, mm. And we can get to that in just a second, or maybe they'll just kind of tie into the whole of our conversation. But you have a condensed, 
ebook version of this on your website and people mm -hmm. can get that at kathykristen.com. And I, you said it's seven steps to lead the life that you love. Is that right? Is that what it's called? Um, yeah. Live a life you love. Okay. To live a life you love. Awesome. So I say lead a life you love. So that's perfect. So live a life you love. And I thought it would be useful. And per, like I said, purpose may be one of these things to either talk through some of those seven areas, or if there's something else in particular, that's aligned with that from the book that you want to talk about, wow. just to give the listeners some very practical takeaways. The purpose thing was perfect. So anything else that's aligned with that, that will help take that deeper and help them maybe start to envision their future in um, a different way would be super helpful. So you can kind of pick and choose whatever feels good for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so starting with, you know, the whole purpose thing. So the first third of the book is really all about figuring out what you want and why. And I think that many people who can quickly tell you what they don't want, but have not taken time to really identify exactly what they do want, you know, and what that would look like. So, and then they wonder why they never get there, right? So the, the first part is really looking at that and saying, what do you want? You know, like what is exciting? And in the ebook, uh, we, I do that, you know, through the first step through doing the, a little, uh, you know, dream exercise and then figuring out your non-negotiables. And then uh, once you've really looked at, okay, what are, because there's things that like would be nice. And then there's things you write down and you're like, this is happening, right? So identifying those things. And so that is the first um, third of the book. And the first two steps of the ebook is just, what do you want? Why do you want it? You know, and obviously the book goes way more in depth, but ebook is just like a really fun exercise. Uh, and then the second phase of the book uh, is really the rest of the ebook. It's more of the planning because the ebook is like how to put it out there, uh, but it's missing the third part of the book, which I'll explain in a second. So the second is like, okay. so how do we get there? Right. And I walk through the steps of breaking things down. And so this is in the ebook where it's now look at those non-negotiables, right. And you say, okay, which ones do I want to do in my lifetime? Which ones do I want to do within a decade? Which ones are the next three to five years? And then what do I want to make sure I get done this year? Some might be short term, just like going on a certain trip or, you know, a family reunion or something that you wanted to get done that's on its own, like a, a single standing one-year goal. And then some of those one-year goals are building towards those three or five years because maybe they're savings goals towards that house you wanted to buy or, you know, whatever, whatever that may be. So this is really important uh, to, to really identify that and know, you know, what you want to focus on this year and picking, you know, three to five things and, and two or three of those should be easy wins, you know, and then bigger ones that you're going after, because I think it's nice to have those easy ones too, because it's like, Ooh, cool. You know, got something done, crossed something off my list. And there's an excitement and sense of confidence there too. Right. Um, but once you have that figured Can out I jump now in right there. Yeah, absolutely. Cause only because you inspire me with something that you do. I remember, I think it's when we met in December mm -hmm. that you have your like bucket list or your list of a hundred mm -hmm. things or maybe more. I don't know how many things are on your, <laughs> on your list. It just keeps growing. So I don't okay. know. I probably it's it's the endless bucket list, but that you make a commitment to do at least three of those every year. Yep. And I remember, I remember that about you. So I love how you're saying like, come up with like three to five easy wins. And if you have mm -hmm. those big aspirations out in front of you, it's easier to look and see like which ones of these three are actually attainable for me this year. And then, you know, go after them from there. Sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt, but I just had to say that yeah. that's, that's something that you're definitely practicing and that I admire. 
I appreciate it. Uh, and, and it makes it more fun, right? Like it just like, I don't know, for me, like it makes it more exciting to get up and go to work and do things. Cause it's like, I'm going to get these things done. And, and I'm, I'm constantly super excited about, you know, what's next, uh, and, and finding new fun things, you know, to do and ways to give back. And, and they're not all just like things to attain or buy, you know, but it's things that have to do with a uh, legacy with, you know, just inner energy goals, uh, there's material goals, there's financial goals, there's business goals, there's relationship goals. I mean, there's so many different things, right? So it goes through, and I know you've read The Dream Manager before, like that was a book that in 2006, you know, when I read that, like totally inspired me and changed perspective on, I'm really thinking even bigger, right, than I already had and really thinking about, like, oh my gosh, like what else could, be about. I remember doing this for the first time and I struggled at first to get to 100 where now I could easily like fly past 100 uh, and, and continue going and it's constantly building, right? Um, but where I think a lot of people drop the ball and, and, and really the second part of the book and then the ebook when I go through, you know, steps four and steps five, I'll really dive into like breaking it down. I'm like actually having a plan. When is it happening? Right. People, I, I see a lot of people that come up with great ideas and like, like I want to do this this year, but then they don't break it down to bite-sized pieces. So they get overwhelmed with the bigger goal. And so taking time to go, okay, what's going to happen, you know, this quarter, what's happening this month, what's happening this week, you know, and then specific days, but knowing what's going to happen, because then it makes really easy when it's like oh I just need to do this and I remember when I first started in direct sales and I was trying to save up to go to Europe and you know do certain things and this was 17 years ago you know but breaking it down and it was like oh all I have to do is make 20 calls a day you know or do more. I'm like that's easy I can do that you know and when I did that all of a sudden there were you know thousands of dollars I made 22 grand in two and a half months something that no way did I think could happen. Uh, and I was just thinking about how can I save five grand to go on this trip? Oh, that's so great. We, you know, like once we had these little small things and actionable steps that I could take, I was like, oh, I can totally do this. And, and you and, had a why behind it because you had right. the trip that you were looking forward to. So that's, exactly. that, that in and of itself is like, huge energy behind making you feel okay it's about all, yeah it's all tied in there and it's so important to have that and and not only know what needs to get done in bite-sized pieces but putting it into the schedule mm. because we make time for the things that matter that need to get done right so so a great mentor of mine said you have to make it a must you know not a might be nice or would be nice or if i get to it but it's like this must happen and so what are the things in your life he's like when necessity, like it needs to happen, then it happens. So how do you prioritize your health? How do you, how do you prioritize things? Are you like, this needs to happen? Or like, if I get to it, right? Mm, so really so making true. a decision and, and putting it in there and saying like, this is non-negotiable. Uh, this has to happen tomorrow. This has to happen these three times a week or daily or whatever it is um, that you have to do, but making sure that it's in there in terms of when things are actually getting done in the course of your week. You know, yeah, so, so I've been practicing that lately with yoga and mm. what I'll do is, um, every day, usually the night before, like I get my phone out and I pull the calendar up for the yoga classes and I look at my day and I say like, what time am I going to fill in my yoga class for tomorrow? And I go probably five times a week right now, um, which is way more than I've ever gone. But I think a lot of it has to do with exactly what you're talking about is it's a must. I know what it does for my mind, body, spirit. 
And so I have that deeper, you know, that deeper sense of why and that calling to do it. And then I put it in my schedule. So I think you're, you're totally Mm -hmm. speaking my language there. And I think for the listeners, you know, if you've had something out there that's been on your list for a long time and you're not getting it done, you know, how can you put that into that bite size schedule sized piece so that you actually make it a must do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so huge. And there's some other steps that are in there that you can, you know, check out uh, and really, really saying like, man, if I don't do this, like, what would happen, you know, and really going to worst case scenarios. But um, the last piece that is not in the ebook, that's just a fun, you know, strategy is the last part of the book is really all about making sure your environment is set up for things to happen. Oh, uh, I this love is- this. Tell me more. Um, yeah, your internal environment, your external environment, you know, and I love how you're talking about yoga because it really is such a great like primer for everything. I love how it serves like all your energies. And I talk a lot about like, you've got to get your energy right. You know, your physical energy, your emotional energy, your spiritual energy, your mental energy. And so what systems do you have in place? What people are around you? Who are you spending the most time with, right? Mm-hmm. There's people that you know, there are people out there that give energy. There's people that take energy. Mm. Are you aware of that? Right? Like, do you know the givers and takers in your life? Like, I can't wait next week to be all together in Nashville because those are givers, right? Yeah. So much energy flows as we're together. And it's so nice to have that and have that refuel and knowing that as we go, as we do, you know, our everyday lives and that that it's, it's very important that we also be, and we show up in the right state. And sometimes it's really difficult. Like even the past couple weeks, I've been so burned out like this. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just need it. I need it. I can't wait. So like, I'm like, I need that time to recharge so that I can serve at the highest level because I've been going, 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 going. And just like a vehicle, you're going to get to empty as superwoman as we all are. And as great as listeners out there, as much as you accomplish and achieve, the fact is that our energy keeps going. Like it, eventually it runs out. Like you have to refuel and you might think like, I'm good. I'm pushing through, but you're serving on reserves. And if you take time to pause and refuel, holy moly, like you could be serving at such a higher level and you would just feel better, you know? So I I spent a lot of time, you know, talking about that and just different things to serve you, your inner voices and how you handle those adversity and tips on handling that. And just knowing that we live in a world where there's a lot of hurting people and hurting people hurt others. And so we can't be like, oh my God, I can't believe all this happened. Like, we just have to know, like, it's part of it. It sucks, but it's part of it. But there's a lot of beauty out there too. Yes. And part of the hurting people, I think, is going back to this whole um, environmental, like the energy that we have, because people don't give themselves permission to stop and rest um, and refuel. And because of that, they start to breed all of this negativity and these negative emotions, and they don't feel good in their own bodies. And so they offload that on other people because it's so uncomfortable for them to keep that inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so, and the, the whole book and people ask me um, all the time, like, oh, why is it called life as a masterpiece? And I really, I wrap up with that. So anyone wants to know, you can just go read the conclusion in the book. Uh, but I talk about an analogy of uh, my uncle used to make puzzles when we were younger. And I remember one day going to help him. These were like 5,000 piece type puzzles. Right. And I was like 12 years old or something. And I grabbed a piece and I'm like, where does this go? And I was so like, how do you even do this? You know, like overwhelming. Uh, 
yeah, super. And he looked at me and he just said, like, you just have to be patient and eventually you know where it fits. And it was something that's really been a life lesson for me that came up later in years that like in our lives, like everything that happens, every encounter we have, every experience we have, positive and negative, it is a piece of our puzzle. It is of our life as a masterpiece. And we can choose how beautiful that that you know that is, but every part, every part of it, it, it's part of us. And sometimes we don't know where it fits. And sometimes it might not even seem like it fits. And later you'll see it. And if you choose to learn, to grow, and to strengthen from every experience, it can serve us and move us forward towards our highest purpose. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love the puzzle analogy. And I'm laughing internally because like my kids have these 25 piece puzzles that sometimes I have a hard time putting together. Um, but you're, you're so right. And that, that is the beauty of that whole process is it does, it requires like, um, a patience and a grounding and you know, like which ones you need to put down first, you know, you can start with the border or you can mix, you know, everybody has a different strategy for how they put a puzzle together. You know, some people put all the colors that match together or whatever. Um, but I love the idea of just being patient and, and knowing that, um, there's a bigger picture that's coming together when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. So that, I love that story. I would, I would also love to tell our listener, my listeners where they can find your book. And, um, I gave your website, kathykristen.com and I'll put that in the show notes as well, but any, um, yeah, where they can find you yeah, and, that's and best, connect. Yeah, with that's you. the best place. I think that that has all my social handles as well, but my social handles are at Kathy and it's C A T H Y V for victory. And then Kristen is C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. But at Kathy B. Kristen is my Instagram and my Facebook uh, Facebook page. Um, I do a lot of stuff there. Uh, but the website has, I should have links to all of that. It has a link to the book for Amazon. Uh, so the book is on Amazon. And you could get that in, uh, you know, Kindle version or paperback. Uh, but definitely get the free ebook on my website. You know, like that exercise is 10 pages. It's really fun to do with kids, with friends, family, lovers, uh, and definitely people that you work with or work for you because it gives you so much more insight on their inner world. And like, you'll be surprised at some of the things. And what's even cooler is when you're aware and some of the things are really simple goals and dreams that they have, and you're able to help them, you know, like get those things uh, done, you know, like make them come alive. Like it's amazing, like how that serves you, uh, them, your relationships, business, the family, and it just strengthens uh, the bond, the unit, the trust. Uh, and I think to the loyalty that happens, you know, so whether it's business and just how people like to me, that's why people stuck around and work with me for years. Like, how do you retain people for so long? You know, and, and my sales companies up, I'm like, because I'm helping them like live the life of their dreams because every year we pick new goals and we make plans and people aren't doing that for them, you know? And so when you're able to have more, and even with your kids, like knowing like things they want to do and being able to, and, and things you might've never known if you didn't have those conversations, uh, it's, it's really neat. That's so great. So jump on over there, kathykristen.com. I'll put the link in my show notes as well and download the guide and definitely follow Kathy on Facebook and on Instagram. She does a lot of good like live interviews and lives just, you know, chit chatting and telling you really great tips on how to live the life that you love. So thanks so much again for being on the show. And I'm Absolutely. super excited to spend some more time with you next week. Do it! <laughs> so excited. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. 
If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.